This is New England Public Media. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker is trading one high-profile gig for another as his successor, Maura Healey, is building her cabinet. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the news and politics and government in Massachusetts. For a special Wednesday edition, we've got Matt Murphy from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Carrie. You may have heard that Charlie Baker will become the next president of the NCAA College Sports Governing Body. He starts that new job in March, just a couple of months after wrapping up eight years leading Massachusetts. Matt, what do we know about why Baker took that position? Well, the question of why Baker took the position, I think, is still an open one. Uh, I think the reason this caught a lot of people by surprise uh, one, seeing the governor jump from this world of politics and government and health care that he's been immersed in uh, throughout his career into sports uh, was a bit jarring, though uh, when you take some time to think about it, uh, running an organization like this perhaps makes some sense for someone with the governor's skill set. But he had given the impression that he was ready to sort of ease into a slower pace of life, expecting a grandchild uh, in the new year. Uh, but he is... Uh, by taking this job, jumping right into the fire of, a, of an organization that uh, needs a lot of work, this is going to be a huge challenge for him. And it also uh, probably comes uh, with a pretty good paycheck. Well, as Baker prepares his exit, the governor-elect Maura Healy's putting together her team. Among a few moves last week, Healy tapped Patrick Tutwiler to be her education secretary. What can you tell us about Tutwiler and how is his appointment uh, being received? This is someone who adds some diversity right away to the governor-elect's cabinet, something uh, you know she has said she has an interest in doing, something that advocates have been pressuring her to do. He brings a diverse set of experiences in the education sector, both in the nonprofit world and actually running public schools, a former superintendent of the Lynn a public school system. So, so far, the reaction to his appointment has been positive. Advocates seem to like it. The unions are on board. They're impressed with his credentials and the experience that he brings to the office. Uh, and just this past weekend, Governor-elect Healy talking about how uh, she wants him to focus on diversity of the educator workforce, bringing in more diverse teachers into the K-12 system, as well as helping schools uh, beef up their college readiness programs, earning early credits while still in high school for college, uh, and building that pipeline. So. Uh, he's got a lot of work in front of him. Uh, so far, the the reaction to uh, his appointment has been positive. Healy also created a new cabinet-level position of climate chief. So what can you tell us about that job and Healy's appointee, Melissa Hoffer? Yeah, Hoffer, you know, someone who has uh, worked with Healy in the attorney general's office, as well as in the Biden administration, uh, as deputy counsel in the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, she brings a wealth of experience in environmental law uh, to this position, and this is something new. Uh, we expect that the governor-elect, once she uh, takes the oath of office, she'll be signing an executive order to create this position uh, within uh, her administration. It's brand new. It's going to report direct to the governor, and her portfolio is going to be uh, very broad. She's going to be basically tasked with driving uh, the state's climate goals across government. That's working with all of the different executive branch offices, uh, all of the secretariats, to make sure that everything they're doing is furthering uh, the state's goal and the governor-elect's goal uh, of uh, net zero emissions by 2050, fully electric transportation system, 
and 100% clean electricity by 2030. So these are ambitious goals that Governor Alex Healy has set, and this is someone who's going to be coordinating those efforts to make sure that stays on track. And interesting news yesterday from an interview on WGBH Radio. Healy confirmed her office will not claim an exemption to the state's public records law. Now that is a break from past governors. Uh, Can you explain that move and what it could mean? It is a break from past governors. And Healy has long said that she does not think any government agency should be able to claim a blanket exemption from public records laws. And in the past, both Democrats and Republicans, we've seen governors claim this exemption that stems from a court ruling back in the day. And it applies not just to the governor's office, but to the legislature and to the courts. Healy saying that not only will she not claim this exemption for her office, but she hopes to work with the legislature and support legislation that would open the legislature and the courts, at least partially, to a public records law. And what this means essentially is that Uh, the public and the media should be able to, and we'll see how this plays out, but gain some access to what goes on in the executive office. Of course, agencies throughout government and the administration, the MBTA, uh, those agencies have long been subject to public records law, but the governor's direct office uh, has not. And uh, we can see access to correspondence, planning documents, uh, get insight into some of the thinking and the decision-making processes that are going on in the governor's office, as well as who has access to and is writing to and influencing uh, the governor's decisions. So this could be, and I stress could, uh, a big breakthrough in transparency in Massachusetts government. Matt Murphy is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Matt, thanks as always. Thank you. This is Beacon Hill in 5. Matt and I are off next week, so we'll pick up this conversation in 2023. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website. That's nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media. 